All right, we are live. Hey, everybody, this is Clay with ModernLove.Life. And uh, first of all, if you like this video, if you like what we're doing here, please go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Go ahead and leave a comment either in the live stream or in the replay if you're watching this after it's been recorded. Um, and also subscribe to the channel. Uh, be, be sure to hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notifications next time we go live if you want to ask questions or interact or anything like that. Uh, today we're going to be talking about when to let go of a relationship. And um, before I go ahead and get into that, if, if you want to learn how to have a great, healthy relationship, please feel free to check out our book called Be Loved For Who You Are over at modernlove.life slash book. Um, that's a book that I wrote, and it's, actually, it's, it's like a full, real book. It's like, I think, 230 or 220 pages or something like that. So it's like a real book. You can actually read it um, over the weekend or something like that. But anyway, let's get it into the topic of when to let go of a relationship. Now, there are two kind of scenarios that we're going to be talking about. First is if you are actively in a relationship and it's not working out, like when do you let go of that? And then the next one is going to be when you have already broken up and you want to try to work things out, but things are not going very smoothly. Like when do you let go? Okay, so the first scenario, you're in a relationship for one reason or other, it is not going so great, and should you let go? And uh, I know there's a lot of schools of thought about this, um, where a lot of people seem to think that you should always let go of a relationship. Uh, my wife, uh, you know, since having a baby, she's been on these, um, like, mom Facebook groups where you can talk about, like, parenting tips and talk about, hey, have you tried this certain piece of equipment? Like, what do you think of it and stuff like that? But also, there's a lot of, um, of these women that come on and kind of complain about their husbands. And, you know, they'll say something like, oh, hey, my husband comes home from work all the time. He's tired. He doesn't, like, offer to help around the house. He just sits down in front of the TV and watches TV or plays video games or something like that. Uh, and now I'm thinking about divorcing him and being a single parent. And you know, I mean, like, sure, a lot of it might be kind of um, just venting and like catastrophe predictions, trying to overplay things. But like something like that, unless you've actually talked to him, unless this is like the hill that you're willing to die on, um, I don't think that's necessarily a great reason to let go of a relationship. The uh, reason that you should let go of a relationship in my opinion, if you're already in one, is if you know what you want in a relationship, you have come up with the idea of, okay, what's important for me in a relationship are these couple of things. Maybe it's honesty. Maybe it's um, that we have shared values of some sort. Maybe it's that uh, both of us prioritize our health and fitness. You know, whatever it is, it's important to you. It doesn't matter what I say. What is most important is what your values are and what you are looking for in a partner or a relationship. And um, you want to know these things, obviously. And then if your partner is not meeting those needs of yours, those values of yours, and um, you talk to them and you say, hey, I've noticed that I really need to be with somebody that I can trust. and." Um, I'm not having an easy time trusting you, and I don't think it's just in my mind. I think that there are certain things that you're doing that are causing me to not trust you. Is this something that you would be willing to work on or willing to talk about or something of that nature? And if they are not willing to 
talk about it, not willing to work on it, not willing to work together with you to create a dynamic that both of you can live with and both of you can enjoy and both of you can get uh, what you need out of. And uh, you know, this is like one of those top level priority needs for you, okay? This isn't like some sort of like level 25 need, uh, you know, 25 on the list that's not super important. Um, but it's like one of the like maybe top five things that is really important to you, then it might be worth it to consider letting go of that relationship and letting go of that person because they're not willing to change and they're not willing to step up and they're not willing to work together with you to make that relationship work. And so um, that would be a consideration for actually letting go of a relationship is if you're not getting your needs met and the other person is not willing to work with you and not willing to do what they can to help in that sort of we container that we talked about in the previous couple of videos. Um, and this is, and this is kind of a different take than a lot of people might be getting out there um, because there's this belief that when you're in a relationship you need to fight tooth and nail to save that relationship to keep it going to keep it going at all costs but again this is based off of what we're talking about over the past several videos over the past like two weeks or so here or a week and a half i guess at this rate um and that is that you want to be in a relationship that you can actually enjoy you want to be in a relationship with the right person. You don't just want to be in any relationship. You want to be in a relationship with the right person, a relationship that gets your needs met, a relationship that you know hopefully gets their needs met as well too. But um, you don't just want to be in a relationship and then hold on for dear life. You want to be willing to walk away and step away when you are not getting your needs met, when the person is not showing up um, as the kind of person that you really want to be in a relationship with. And you've already done all the things like changing how you are bringing yourself to the relationship and to the interactions, and they are still not showing up the right way. Because, I mean, honestly, how you bring yourself to interactions is going to also affect how the other person is going to show up in the relationship as well, too. So um, that is definitely a factor. You want to work on how you're bringing yourself to the relationship and then if you're not getting what you need at that point, then you need to seriously consider letting that relationship go, okay? That way you have space in your life to actually have room to, to welcome somebody in who can be the kind of person that you want in a relationship, who can be the kind of uh, person that's going to get your needs met, okay? So that's the first scenario where you are in a relationship with somebody else and it's not going so great. Uh, the second scenario is if you are going through a breakup, you were in a relationship with somebody else, but that relationship ended for one reason or another, and you want to try to work things out with that other person. And um, your, you, you, things just aren't going as smoothly as you would have hoped. And a lot of what I just talked about is applicable to this situation. So. First and foremost, you want to make sure that this is the kind of relationship that is worth fighting for and worth saving. So if you were to look at what you want in a relationship and what you want in a partner, is your ex the kind of person that can give that to you? Is your ex that kind of person? Can you accept them as the person that they are? 
or do you, would you need to like change them in some way? Would you need to like say, oh yeah, if only he was more ambitious or if only she uh, prioritized this or whatever instead? Because if you need somebody to be different in order for you to be happy in a relationship with them, um, then either you know you need to talk about that with them and see if that's something they're open to do doing. Um, but if, if it's just part of how they are and they're happy living their life like that, then you probably shouldn't be in a relationship with that person. Okay, um, so let's kind of get into this a little bit more. So let's say you have decided, okay, that's the right person for me. I want to be in a relationship with that person. They would meet my needs. They didn't meet my needs in the past, but we um, had some sort of misunderstanding, miscommunication of some sort, and we ended up breaking up. And again, there's a lot of advice out there on the internet that says, if you break up with someone, you should never, ever, 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 ever get back together with them. And um, I do not like this type of advice because it encourages people to switch their brain off and to just kind of coast through life. And that is not what I want you to do with your life. I want you to be fully engaged and present in your life. I do not want you to aspire towards some point in the future where you never have to think and you can just turn your brain off and live by some simple binary set of rules. That's not what I think is going to lead to a fulfilling life. What I think is going to lead to a fulfilling life is being able to feel into the situation, ascertain what is right for you, what is not right for you, and to respond accordingly rather than having some arbitrary set of rules where you are turned off, checked out, and you're just kind of coasting. Um, so with that being said, you know, look at your relationship that you had. Is it possible for you to get your needs met? Is it possible for this person to be the kind of person that you actually want to be in a relationship with? If the answer is yes, and you want to work things out with them, then what you do is you start to look at how you're bringing yourself to the interactions. How are you bringing yourself to talking with them, to texting with them, to emailing them, to meeting up with them, to doing all of these sorts of things with them. Is there anything about how you are bringing yourself to the interactions that is causing them to shut down, to step away, to push you away, or anything like that? There are often lots of things that people do unintentionally that will result in this. Things like contacting too much, things like asking for too much too soon, things like initiating contact in a way that is like way over invested or um, asking too much of them or things like that. There are all kinds of ways and it's through self-awareness that you can start to notice how you're bringing yourself to these circumstances and to change them if need be, okay? And a lot of dynamics can be improved and influenced by changing the way that you are showing up in an interaction, in a relationship, okay? Um, with that being said, sometimes things are not going to change. And once again, if things are not going to change, if the other person's not gonna change, if how they're showing up is not going to change, you need to accept them 100% for how they are. Uh, you don't turn them into some sort of improvement project. Don't say, hey, if only you would do this or if only you'd do that, you'd be 100% great for me. But you have to accept them 100% how they are. And um, if they are unable or unwilling to commit to you, then you have to accept that that is how they are, that they are not able and not willing to commit to you, even though you have changed the way that you're bringing yourself 
2D interactions, even though you are really putting that best foot forward, okay? And if that's the case, then you, you have to take a step back and say, okay, how is this progressing from where it used to be, okay? Is there any progress at all? If there's any progress at all, do you still want to work this out even though you're not where you want to be yet? And if that's the case, that's fine. Go ahead, do that, that's great. Um, if there's like zero progress, that is a little bit concerning to me. And um, you know, this is me telling you not as some sort of person who claims to know everything in the world or anything like that, but just as somebody who wants to see you in a happy, fulfilled relationship. Um, but if you're experiencing zero progress, no progress whatsoever, um, after like three to six months or something, I would step in and just kind of tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, it looks like this isn't really going anywhere. Is this still something that you want to do? And if it is, that's fine. You can keep doing it. But if it's not, if it's exhausting, if it's draining, if it's tiring, then it's okay to stop. It's okay to, to step out. And that brings us to like another little asterisk that we have with all of this when it comes to when to give up in a relationship. Um, you can give up whenever you want to. If you just want to give up, that's okay. If you want to walk away, that's okay. If you want to not have things work out, that is okay. You don't have to make it work. Even if the other person is like perfect on paper or something like that, you don't have to try and fight to the death for it any point in time is okay to, to step back and to walk away. Um, and then with that said, um, if you're not getting your needs met in any situation, that is probably really the biggest sign that you should probably think about getting or, or letting go of a relationship is if you're not getting your needs met and if the other person is unresponsive to actually helping you get your needs met or doing what is required to get your needs met or uh, something like that, okay? Because even if things do work out, even if you are able to get that relationship back on track, you're still going to be in a situation where you're not getting your needs met. And that is not a great situation to be in at all. So uh, once again, this is part of this uh, series of videos that I'm doing on healthy relationships, on on getting yourself wired for a strong relationship by doing a lot of this deep work. Because I know that oftentimes people will talk about, you know, texting, what do I say when this happens, what do I do when this happens, and all that. But if you can just get your mindset and your emotions and all of that kind of deeper level stuff figured out beforehand, then you're going to set yourself up to automatically do and say the right things in the right circumstances. And if that's something you want to learn more about, we do have that book, Be Loved for Who You Are, over at modernlove.life slash book. So with that being said, let's see if we have any comments or questions that people have submitted. Let's see. Uh, your videos have helped me in my relationship of eight years. Uh, I found me, then found her. Oh, great. That's, that's great to hear. Somebody uh, deleted their message. Um, okay, somebody says that they've done uh, no contact, uh, that they broke no contact after two weeks and uh, didn't send multiple messages but got no response. 
Um, yet she still checks social media profiles daily um, and will not delete or unfollow me or block my number. Okay, so if you have contacted your ex and they're not responding to you, there's, there's two things that could be going on. Number one is how you are contacting them may be not really inspiring them to want to respond to you. Um, we talked about this yesterday. I'll go ahead and link to that. I think I would point over here because it's going to flip it in the recording. But I'll put a card over here in the corner um, on the replay of this after I'm done, obviously, recording this. Uh, but, but how you interact with somebody, how you contact them can either inspire them to want to re reply to you or not reply to you, right? And if you just say something like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Or something like that, that can be a big ask for somebody because um, you're not necessarily showing that you're invested in the interaction and you're asking them to share things about themselves with you. And oftentimes, if somebody does respond, they'll just respond with something totally flat and equally uninspiring, like, I'm good, I'm okay, I'm fine, or something like that. And then the conversation just kind of goes nowhere. And you know, then it's like, well, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing nothing. How about you? Oh, I'm just hanging out. And then it's like, why are we having this conversation, right? Um, so kind of these that's like one mistake is how people are starting interactions is it they're they're doing it in a way that's not really inspiring a response and the second thing that could be keeping your ex from responding to you is that she may be still emotionally carrying around a lot of hurt a lot of baggage and a lot of pain from the breakup so again i don't know exactly what happened if there was like a big conflict a big fight a big thing or if it was kind of like a, a mutual sort of thing, kind of very low key, like, hey, I think that we should take a break. I think that we should stop dating each other. Or if it was like a big sort of emotional blow up. Um, but she may still be holding on to a lot of emotional resistance when it comes to interacting with you, right? So she may still be very involved emotionally in knowing what's going on with you and seeing what's going on with you, which is why she's checking your social media profiles and all of that but she may just not be emotionally ready to interact with you. And again, this can be sort of maneuvered around a little bit if you're changing the way that you're interacting with her, if you're willing to look at how you're interacting with her and say, okay, is this likely to be read by her as something welcoming or is this likely to be read by her as something standoffish? Is this likely to be read by her as something understanding? Is this likely to be read by her as, hey, you're still the same person that I remember breaking up with? Um, and then the other part of that is also just letting her have a little bit of time. Sometimes it just takes time for that emotional resistance to go down. You know, as, as more time passes, the charge of that emotional experience can start to dissipate, okay? Um, let's see if we have any other uh, comments. Okay, that's what we left off. Um, My ex texted my girlfriend and told her that she takes me from her and I'm with for one year, so I don't know what, okay, so I think your ex is texting your current girlfriend and trying to take, oh, no, no, your ex is texting your current girlfriend and saying that your current girlfriend took you from your ex. Um, yeah, like if, if you're happy with your relationship with your current girlfriend, 
then like this should not be an issue whatsoever. Talk about this with your current girlfriend. Let her know that you choose to be with her, that you are not like trying to start any kind of drama. And uh, you know, if you're not needing to be in contact with your ex, then just distance yourself from your ex and just be with your girlfriend and have a great relationship together. Um, let's see what else we got. Hello from Europe. Hello. I guess it's probably evening over there. Um, how do you know if she checks your social media? That's a great question. Like I don't, I don't actually know this because I'm not super involved in social media. Um, I don't like it for a lot of reasons, and so I begrudgingly participate in it in order to do things like post these videos and stuff like that. Um, but I, I don't interact too much in social media. But from what I understand, there are certain things that people can do to see if you read their message, certain like add-ons to see if you like open the message, if you open it and reply to it, if you don't open it, if you pretend to open it but then re-close it or something like that. I don't know exactly. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> Um, I was with my ex for three years. We broke up, but spoke every day since then. Uh, three days ago, ooh, it's disappearing. Uh, three days ago, we argued. Is it best for me to go into no contact? Okay, so here's the thing with no contact. Um, I know that I'm probably going against what a lot of other people are saying, but the only reason you need to be in no contact is if you are having interactions that are driving the two of you apart. Okay, if you're having interactions that are bringing the two of you closer, then you probably don't need to be in no contact. But if you are hurting the, inter the, the connection between the two of you, then no contact could be a good thing because it's going to stop you from doing further damage. So with that being said, you had an argument with your ex. I don't know exactly how it happened. I don't know exactly what the nature of it was. But um, if you had an argument with your ex, that may be a reason to do no contact. Um, but it also may not be, right? because you, you have to feel into the situation and you have to know how to respond. And the problem with a lot of people is that, I mean, it's become like almost a superstition at this point where it's like, you know, hey, whatever happens, you wanna do no contact. If your ex texts, you do no contact. If your ex doesn't text, you do no contact. If you fight with your ex, do no contact. If your ex and you have a great interaction, do no contact. If your ex contacts, you do no contact. If your ex doesn't contact, you do no contact. If your ex is dating someone else, do no contact. If your ex is in a long distance relationship, do no contact. If you're in a long distance relationship with your ex, then do no contact. Like, it just goes on and on and on. And uh, I don't want you to turn your brain off and just think that whatever anything happens, just do no contact. I want you to feel into the situation. So let's talk through this. Um, after having an argument with you, would you stepping out of the picture and vanishing and doing no contact, would that show to your ex, hey, when the going gets tough, I disappear. When the going gets tough, I give up. If that is how your ex would be likely to take that, then that is probably not a very strong relationship signal to be sending to your ex, something that says, hey, you should think about being in a relationship with me, okay? So that would be the case for not doing no contact. If on the other hand, there was, is like something wrong, you're not able to have good emotional connections because of how you're bringing yourself to the interaction, something's wrong with your, your, your thinking, something's wrong with kind of your emotional state, like maybe you're stuck in that uh, damage control mode way of being that we talk about. 
Um, then you might simply say something to your ex like, hey, I don't know what really came over me. I think I have a lot of issues uh, that I still need to work through regarding our breakup. Um, please don't take this the wrong way, but I'm just going to take a little bit of time for myself to, to work through some things on my own. And when I am in a better place emotionally, I will get back in touch with you. But uh, just know that I'm taking some time for me. I'm not trying to like punish you or ghost you or anything like that. I just realize I need to work through some things on my own. And um, that could be a good reason to do no contact. It depends on kind of where you're at, depends on where your ex is at, how this is going to influence the whole dynamic between the two of you. Okay, guys, so we are coming up on 25 minutes. That's getting a little bit on the longish side, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up here. But I want to thank everybody for showing up. Um, I mean, I still think it's really cool that I can just turn on my phone and push a couple buttons and suddenly people in Europe are watching this video. That's kind of really interesting when you really think about it as somebody who grew up before the internet and now we can just kind of do all this stuff with something that fits in our pocket. Um, anyway, yeah, so if you like what we're doing here, once again, please subscribe. Please go ahead and hit that bell icon. Please give us a thumbs up. And if you want to get a little bit more information on how to have a great healthy relationship and great healthy dynamic in that relationship, please check out our book, Be Loved For Who You Are, over at modernlove.life slash book. Thank you so much for tuning in. And